Loki episode six, was it good? We're diving into that very question here on this very podcast. Who am I, you ask? Well, I'm Ravi, joined by the only other person anyone actually cares about, Arjuna. Arjuna is probably the greatest human that ever lived. All hail Arjuna. Michael joins us as the best producer and the other one who doesn't deserve a mention because he likes to kick fucking rocks. Kang! Nice. Thank you. It was like a solid 6.2 out of 10. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's great. Why did Alexa just come on? You know, Kang, Alexa. <laughs> Same very thing, similar. I guess. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> please, please shut up, robot. Again, you know, for those listening and watching, Arjuna wrote that. That's why it was very centric on Arjuna. I don't think so. I think Krishna wrote it. Really? Yeah. Why do you think that? Just because, you know, it seemed like a Krishna thing to do. To make everyone say, all hail Arjuna? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. This is also the very first time our, uh, you're Arjuna. First time Krishna has not been here. He's missed. He's, this is his first missed podcast out of however many. This is w- episode one sixty five out of one hundred and sixty five of these things. Wow, what a slouch! <laughs> <laughs> How many have you missed? You've missed a few. I missed a couple. You've missed a couple. Yeah, the worst has definitely been Krishna for missing this one. Yeah, exactly. I he, mean, he missed the finale. Did he even watch the finale of Loki? He tweeted Loki. Was what? amazing or something like that. I thought he just tweeted Loki. <laughs> I mean, maybe like, it's a very basic tweeter. <laughs> Sometimes how Krishna tweets, it's kind of like, is Krishna a boomer? <laughs> yes. This is great. We should have Krishna not on the podcast more. This pod is infinitely better. With we could just like shit on him because he can't do. He can't say anything. Hey, Krishna, what do you have to say to that? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought. Exactly. Punk. Now, if Christian was watching the pod live, because we do it every Monday and Friday live on YouTube.com slash was good, he could be dropping a comment and telling us to go fuck yourself. But he does he didn't even do that. See, when we're not here, we're just tuning we, in. We, tr- we, we try to tune in. We'll drop a couple comments. Well, we troll. Yeah. But he hasn't even done that. He's too good for us. You know, it's also possible that the screen that we're looking at isn't refreshing. <laughs> It's also very possible. Anyway, let's let's get into our format format here, uh, which always starts with our one word impression. This being the Loki season finale, I'm sure your one word impression is probably pretty pretty epic. Not the word epic, but your one word impression is epic. It is. Did you? And real quick, did you even? Did you? I always put thought into what oh, my okay. one word. Oh, okay. I put about two seconds before. No, I sometimes I'll even this. think about it when I watch the episode. At mm. the very latest, it's my drive over here because I have a pretty lengthy drive over here. So I have time to think about the podcast, That's really smart. get into it, really figure out what my word is. Mm. But my, it is not <laughs> shutterbug <laughs> for <laughs> producer Michael. That is not the word. My word is finally. Finally? Finally. Because it relates to finale. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. You know, that's not even it's my my <laughs> my one word is finally because something we've talked about on this podcast with Marvel and the MCU is generally not all the time, but generally they like to play it safe, right? They do what's the what's expected. Um, one of the biggest gripes for I think all three of us with Civil War was it was a movie that didn't feel like it had a lot of stakes, right? No major characters died. There was the 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 um, Apology letter from Cap Captain America at the yeah, end. Yeah, basically, like, I'll always everything. be, I'll always yeah. have your back, buddy. Even though five minutes ago I ripped out your arc reactor from your chest, but it's all cool. This show actually had stakes. This show actually did something um, that, if you go onto our YouTube page, youtube dot youtube dot com slash was it good, we declared definitively on this podcast that Kang was not coming because we said. And that, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm summarizing here, but we said Marvel does not have the balls to introduce this major antagonistical force to Disney in the Disney Plus shows. Well, they actually finally did it, and they proved in one epic swoop that these Disney Plus shows are not just important, but they're on the level of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I think with this finale, we finally got a Disney Plus show that was. Not perfect, you know, I don't think anything, you know, there's very few things that are perfect, but really, really, really good and really rivals, I think, some of the best things that we've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's pr- 
pretty uh, well thought out. <laughs> How long was your drive? <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to say thank you for not making your explanation. 30 minutes. And here's the next 29 Shut minutes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, that's good. I mean, you you hit all the nails on the head there. I mean, yeah, the, the big thing we've always been saying is this feels like, uh, you know, so-and-so may die, so-and-so may look like they're about to die, but it never actually comes, it never comes full circle, it never totally. happens. Um, I think I had said to you, they kind of started with, with this new surprising you, the audience type of thing, especially with Endgame, with Black Widow, with uh, Tony Stark. Obviously, both those characters die in Endgame. Sure. Um, we a lot of people think they're gonna still potentially come back, and this is a big spoiler for Black Widow if you haven't seen it. Whoops, here I'm about to spoil it. But oh at no. the after credit scene for uh, Black Widow, you see um, her younger adopted sister, Yelena. Yelena, thank you, <laughs> Yelena. Yelena, yeah, tight, even better. But you see her at the gravesite, and you know they they could have easily left it open sure. where it looks like. Yelena is hearing something from Natasha, but they kept it, you know, she's dead, which I think is different. And then, like you said, they turn everything kind of upside down in the show and introduce a character that I didn't think we would see, which surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, look, we talk, we've talked about Kang on this podcast, I think, almost every single episode, right? There was a lot of evidence that he was coming. You know, our producer, Michael, was was the first one on this podcast on the bandwagon. Um, and we were all like, yeah, you know, it would be really cool, but maybe this is another Mephisto thing, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is another WandaVision thing where they try to commit to the bit. They brought in the X-Men version of Quicksilver, but then they boner it up. Literally, <laughs> yeah, right? literally they, boner they make it. it. make it Ralph yeah. Boner instead of, like, actually being the thing. It's like, well, maybe they'll do that with Kang, right? And we're like, okay, maybe the most logical thing is after credit scene, or this is the thing that leads to Kang. But no, they they fully committed to this last episode and obviously spoilers for Loki as a whole and the finale. And it was almost like they said, Loki, Sylvie, take a back seat. Mobius, take a back seat. This episode is about the Kang character, right? He was almost the focal point. He he was the one that got to de- deliver the big exposition. Um he got. He had the biggest scenes. He was the most memorable part of the. Yeah, episode. he's the most interesting part of that he entire. Was, and like entire to thing. do that in your finale yeah. is risky. Like you, this is a show that's called Loki, not Kang, not He Who Remains, <laughs> not Kangy, <laughs> not Kangy. <laughs> uh, hey guys, it's me, Kangy. And it was. A, it's a big risk, especially like you know, a lot of people, like myself included, were like, well, will Disney actually make it Kang? Right, a lot of shows. Love to, you know, all the elements that are introduced all come back full circle. Right? Well, we had said also earlier, like, I think it was around episode four or five or whenever we dropped sure. the video about Kang yeah. not being there. One of the big points that we made were, were, you know, in traditional television, the format of television, you know who the bad guy is typically. Sure. They're introduced maybe as a minor character. Very rarely in television do you introduce a brand new element. Right. We thought it was going to be obviously Miss Minutes. Yeah. The big theory was. Miss Minutes, the robot, the AI, the machine just went kind of hoo hoo. And that would have been kind of the big reveal. Well, she was definitely in on it, though. She was bad. I mean, she's a robot from what we've been told. So she's some type of AI, but she's certainly clearly serving he who remains. Well, I'm and sorry, he, not Kang? Well, is it we Kang? can get into the discussion. Well, yeah, let me, let me give my one word impression, actually. Remains. And uh, that's going to be. No, it's going to be identity. <laughs> Because uh, finally, identity. It works. <laughs> identity kind of works on multiple levels because sure. I think you know, you know, looking top down, you know, Marvel yeah. is figuring out what they're going to be in Phase Four. What are they doing? Do they want to be? Because uh, you know, a lot of people around Phase Two, Phase Three, you know, especially within our own like friend circle, we're, we're saying like, I'm sick of going and seeing these Marvel movies. You know exactly what's going to happen. It's copy and paste. You know, Marvel has definitely changed things up to me, especially with these Disney Plus shows and. They're changing what we think about um, f- about about the MCU and this new phase, and then also just you know to be a Loki, right? To be yeah. a Sylvie, yeah. Who is the original? Who is the copy? You know, that that's also what kind of leads into like the idea of like, is this Kang? Is it not Kang? Is Kang a name? Is Kang what is the Kang? Right? 
Um, I got into a discussion with our producer a couple of days ago about Kang. Is he who remains this version of you know Nathaniel Richards? Richards, who we we're just speculating. By the way, yeah, that is also we, reckless speculation. If we, if we go if we go by what the show has introduced, right? Yes. We don't know. We, he's only credited as he who remains. Right, right? now, there's we 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 know we can tell from all of our comic, uh, our comic book knowledge and all the the. the well, I would say not even knowledge. I would call it our comic book reference. Sure, it's reference material yeah. because up till now the MCU has not copied and pasted anything in a particular comic arc. It's not the exact same. Yeah, they always remix. They them. always this always totally. a remix, and yeah. they can definitely do that with. Well, they are doing it with this. Um, to your point, right? There is no, there is no, just like the whole Mephisto thing, right? <laughs> There's no fucking mention or name or anything that says Kang. Sure. There is no name or mention or anything that says Nathaniel, uh, Richards. Nathaniel Richards. We're just going off of that based off of comic reference. Yes. So, here we go. What that really means is <laughs> we weren't wrong. We were wrong. No, we weren't. Kang didn't show up. Yeah, but we can we can make the leap that this character, right? Because we know there are variants as as the sure, as the ending sure, introduces. Sure, sure, sure. He says he's even when he's dying, he's like, "See you soon," right? Because there's going to be a lot more of the Jonathan Majors, right? Character but hold on, but, but back up, back up, back up. Right, right, right. When when that particular person, soul, that person is dead. That, that person, person is dead. dead. Yeah, 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 Him saying, sure. "I'll see you soon," yeah. is just a. <laughs> Time is fucked it's up. Meta. It's meta. There's a yeah. lot of meta. There's a lot of meta commentary here because right. even the reveal of Jonathan Majors, right? The way media works today is so different than previous eras, right? Because the if internet. you were just right, if you were just watching that, you're like, I don't know. Like in the context of this story, he's a brand new character. I don't know what he is. I don't know who he is, and I'm just meeting him here in this situation. Now, a lot of people know that Jonathan Majors is joining the MCU as Kang in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, due out in 2023, right? And because of that knowledge, there is this meta-commentary and this meta-knowledge of knowing, I know that this character is coming. This is an earlier version of him. This is a variant of him. Mm-hmm. And and, th- and I think that's what's like fascinating about storytelling today, right? It's like you can no longer take anything within just the context of your little individual story you have here. right? And it's even beyond the stories that have come before. It's like the news and the information that is out there, the information that's remixed that from the comics and from news and everything. And I think it's, it's fascinating that they're utilizing that within the show. Yes and no. I think, again, you and I pay a lot of attention to media news, not in the sense of like, Hollywood type news, sure. but more like, you know, who is being shuffled around, moved around for these various massive franchises. Again, if you go back to what you were saying, you know, for for people like us, because we pay a lot of attention, it means something. Sure. But for people that are just casual fans or just getting into it, it means literally nothing to them, right? Well, I don't know about that because well, hold on, hold on. Sure. the other reason I bring it up is because Let's go. Let's play devil's advocate and go 15, 20 years into the future. And a new fan discovers the MCU and they're watching it in chronological order. They, when they see this reveal, right, of he who remains, he who remains, most likely in 20 years, they're not going to be like paying attention or necessarily know the entire extent or what's happening, right? Sure. If we go back to our fun little example, I think we made this joke with Black Widow. There was someone in the theater, right, that stuck through the end credit scene <laughs> yeah. and then saw the the um, Black Widow's grave, right? Yeah. It's very possible. That was a brand new fan to the MCU. Yeah. Didn't know not to go and not watch the movies out of chronological order. And then all of a sudden, a whole lot of things are ruined, right? I am definitely kind of asking for a big sense of disbelief. But my point is, I don't think... That that character that we saw is Kang. I no, think not that specific. Right, one, right. No. And I don't think they are su- they are super super related to that Kang in in the sense of like it's Kang and then he who remains. It I still believe it's going to end up being Nathaniel Richards, and then your Diverges, variants sure. from there, right? Yeah. As opposed to 
He Who Remains is an offshoot directly from Kang, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. So therefore... Oh, no, not... We were right! We were not right. We were right! We... This... it is commonly today, I'm going to draw a picture. 2021, Can I, Jonathan Majors Can was cast as Kang, right? So that's people are going to refer to this character as Kang, right? And that's it. Go back to the Mandalorian, season one, right? Before he had a name, what did people call him? Baby Yoda, right? Obviously, there's a marketing push to call him the child. Season two dropped his name as Grogu. People still collectively know him as character, right? Right, as Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda. And right. it's, it's just we're getting into semantics of how we want to label this character. You know, hey, didn't your parents teach you don't use labels? They taught me to use, yeah, to organize things. <laughs> <laughs> but this, you know, this this character will, you know, Jonathan Majors will portray Kang. We know that's coming. We even know that's coming at the end of Loki, right? Because of the statue when Loki is put back into a, a TVA and he sees the statue of Kang. He very much has the comic book outfit in the statue. But again, though, like playing devil's advocate, sure, sure. Our like our parents are a really good examples. Yeah, because we get the texts and the phone calls yeah. where it's like, oh, so he, you know, I don't think our parents watching it, and I call them out specifically. Yeah, and most people wouldn't know while watching the episode that that character, yeah. um, played by Jonathan Jonathan Majors, Majors is he who remains. You would only know that. If you had subtitles on. Or the credits. Or the credits, right? Or you watch the credits. But then when you see that that reveal of Jonathan Majors as a statue, you wouldn't say in that moment, oh, that's Kang. Right. You would say, oh, that's he who remains. That's the guy from the finale. He's never named. That's the guy in the the guy. But, I mean, the the reason it works, though, is because Jonathan Majors' performance is so so good, right? He really commands the screen. He's memorable. If he was just, if he came out flat, then it doesn't work as much because you're like, oh, that guy, right? But he really came out. He really gave a great performance. And now you're going to be like, whenever he shows up, for those who aren't familiar with the name, they're going to be like, it's that guy from the end of Loki. And it's then eventually he will be named as probably multiple characters if they really play into the whole variant thing, you know? He'll I be really, Kang. I really He'll be Immortus. He'll be Iron Lad. He'll be Jonathan Majors. That would, yes, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. I hope his contract is written in such a way where each one is its own role. <laughs> because, I mean, that's the thing, right? When, when What was it? The early 2000s? There was a bunch of clone movies that came out. You know, the sixth, was it the sixth day? That's right. Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing yeah. like multiple clones. The Clone Wars. The Clone Wars, yeah. Or Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I did uh, um, Tamara. Um, did he get paid a lot? I don't know. I feel like paid. he didn't get paid. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Poor unfortunately, hopefully, maybe maybe get royalties or something. He better have. I mean, there's so much stuff with the clones and everything. And it's my my big thing, real quick, well. on the Kang thing is I'm sticking to my guns. We were right. We were not right. Kang did not show up. Kang. He who remains showed up. Did show up. He who remains. But that is a Kang. That is. That Doesn't. Is. Nope. Nope. He's did a you Nathaniel know? Richards. If we're going by comic book reference, if we're going by what we were presented in the show. He is he who remains. Yes. I we know he's going to be king. I have a question. The actor, though. Jonathan Majors, is going to be king. He who remains is not Well, king. he remains is dead, right? Yes. He, he got so stabbed so they, in the heart. So that he can't dead. be king. Yeah, but it's still the cursor of uh, king. Yeah. They had the actor right. who plays. That's like saying Darth Vader. That's like saying Anakin isn't Darth Vader. No, that's exactly. like saying it's like saying Mark Hamill <laughs> will get nominated for an Oscar for his performance in The Last Jedi. That was just straight up wrong. I'm not, I'm say, I'm comparing what you're saying. See, this is this is the this is the event. This is the um, what do they call it? The um, this, is the, this is the divergence. N- not or divergence. The, the, the nexus event. This is the nexus event right here. The pot is splitting. Wait, some quick. of us will become believers that that wasn't Kang, and some of us will be believers that is Kang. Have you heard the theory? There's a theory out there. By the way, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. I know we're a little off track here, but there is a theory that the nexus event that he who remains reigns like we've hit the nexus event is when Wanda becomes Scarlet Witch in WandaVision. When you finally see the rune like come up behind her and she unlocks the power, people say some people think that is the actual Nexus event. Well there can be multiple Nexus events. No no for sure. Yeah. But people are like, that's the one. Why? Because Ooh. the wavy lines look similar. Well, and also because it's like are these the same they, people that are like I saw Mephisto in the dirt? Well, I think it's also people trying to make the connection of like Marvel wants to make sure everything is connected but not connected, and like WandaVision, we obviously know there's obviously you know she's going to be in Doctor Strange, et cetera, et cetera, and people are like maybe that's you know there's see also the way I look there. at the connection is when you see WandaVision 
WandaVision. Motherfucker. Wanda. When you see the Scarlet Witch at the very end with the book and the cabin, and she can all of a sudden, she hears her children. Yes. That's me. The My thought process there was that is when uh, Sylvie stabs He Who Remains, and everything starts breaking apart, mm. and all these other realities are popping into existence or doing whatever. That's when she, that's why she's able to hear it. That was my thinking. I don't know if that makes any sense, but. I, and here, here, real quick, if those two different things are the way that connects those shows, how does Falcon the Winter Soldier connect? Is it when Falcon gives a speech, or is it when a missile shoots off, or when is he it becomes its captain? Thing? It's, um, it's when they decided that they were going to make a show called Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but they're going to focus on eight other characters other besides them. Nice. And then the show sadly failed. Let's get back into <laughs> our um, our uh, format here. Uh, so Arjuna always does a DVD chapter listing uh, after he watches the episode. And the problem today is Christian's not here to do it. Uh, so I guess uh, Michael, who is our producer, will do it. And Michael is going to do it in the voice, no, of he who remains. Yes, Kang. But you, so, no, no. He, who He who remains, but you have to be cocky because you know what's going to happen. So. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, it's going to be a montage. Montage! Knock, knock. Who's there? Uh, we got, uh, it was Miss Minutes all along. Tick's alive. Oh, nice. Uh, Kangnam style. <laughs> That's good. Uh, from principal to psychopath. <clears throat> Love is an open door. You always end up alone. Love is an open door is to another Disney property. Is Frozen. that Cinderella? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because love is an open door, and then she pushes him through the open Who pushes who? Sylvie pushes oh, 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 I thought you meant, like, Elsa from Frozen. No, they're saying love is an open door. Oh. It's a song. Disney Synergy. <laughs> love it. Um, that's really sad, Arjun. At the very end, you always end up alone. Well, that Loki, I mean, you know, we've obviously talked a lot about Kang, but the show is called Loki. Loki ends up alone, right? He is... Without Sylvie, Sylvie has mm-hmm. betrayed him. Mm. Uh, he is now in the TVA, uh, and we should we'll get into this. Well, well h- how does Sylvie betray him? If she, anything, she, if anything, Sylvie will probably looks at it that Loki betrayed her. Sure, uh. they probably look at it as they both betrayed each other, but you know he wanted them away. So then you should re- you should you should change that. Too. And he's and they he's both like, betrayed each other. Sort of, but I think we I think we as the audience probably sympathize with Loki's viewpoint a little bit more because. There is, you know, Kang, he who remains presents this, this, uh, either or choice, right? You either, you either kill me or you run the TVA when literally, because we're dealing with time, as Loki points out, they can just wait. They don't have to do it at that very moment. Right. They have a time. Uh, But Sylvie's like, no, we have to do it right now. And she's like, she's blinded by the vengeance. Exactly. And then she pushes him through the door. So she'd be a really good Avenger. She's, well, you know, Maybe. (laughs) Young Avengers. Wow, 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 wow. But so he's literally alone because no Sylvie. He's back at the TVA, but it's not the same TVA because Mobius, B-15, everyone doesn't recognize him. Well, it's just B-15 and Mobius that don't recognize him. Well, if we we assume, I guess we can make the jump here that they also don't the statue. Him. Nobody recognizes him. There's a Kang statue there. He and, remains uh, statue. And uh, yeah, so we we he's alone. He Loki is literally alone. He has no allies. He all the people that he's cared about through this this whole season are gone in some way, shape, or form. And uh, yeah, he's he's alone. He will always end up alone. That's the whole theme of this show. And Loki sadly ends that way. For now, for now, for now, right? But the, the season the season does end with Loki alone. In the words of Metallica, "Sad but true." Sad. <laughs> let's uh let's talk tva like tiva so obviously the main the big chunk of the episode obviously is kang um jonathan majors doing an amazing job acting as always and then we obviously end back up at the tva now i i was uh lucky enough to watch this episode i think four times wow that's it that's it how many times did you watch it i think just once Okay, so maybe here's twice, something that's here's something uh, it's interesting that I picked up I think on the second viewing. So when we're doing our you know our big ending montage, the whole everything going 
fucking nuts. You know, the order of sequences um, are you have Sylvie and Loki fighting, and yep. then before the stab and the pushback. No, sorry. You have the stab and then the pushback, and you see Loki there at the TVA. Then your next shot is uh, Mobius and B-15 in the control room of the TVA looking at something, saying, you know, we, you know, we can't go back now, or it's, you know, too late. Like, we got pushed forward. This is it. And then you go back to Sylvie and uh, He Who Remains. Then you go back to Loki running through the TVA and then running into B-15 and Mobius. Do you think the first time we go back to Mobius and B-15, that is a, that's our B-15 Mobius? Yes. Okay. And then the other one that we saw is a new Mobius B-15. We're on a completely new timeline. Which so is, you think it's a new timeline and not that time was rewritten? I think it's a new timeline because I know we're told the TVA exists out of time, right? So in theory, then there's only one Version, TVA, right. right? But I think because it's not just branching, like they have fully developed now into different timelines, Loki has been pushed onto a different timeline. That makes sense. Um, I think it would, narr- like, I think narratively speaking, with where you ended those characters with Ravona leaving uh, at the in the episode, right? Um if those characters now were all gone all of a sudden, um, it would feel weird if time had then be, been rewritten. Why spend the time to develop all of develop them. those characters? Yeah. And even in the last episode, right, um, have that. Now, I think what it adds more emphasis to is the goodbye at the end of episode five with Mobius and Loki. They have the, they give them the full hug and everything. They say goodbye. And so we kind of knew, like, oh, they're probably not going to see each other for the rest of the season. Maybe the rest of the show. Maybe this is the final goodbye. I don't think that's necessarily the case, but I think it's going to be a long time before our Loki sees our Mobius again. I think we're on a few different timelines here. I think when Loki season two does come, as that was confirmed mm-hmm. in the after credit scene. Do you think that's the biggest out of all the Disney Plus shows right now? Is yeah. that the biggest kind of reveal? Because that's the first confirmation, correct? That we've gotten that first official. Any yeah. of these shows have a, a second yeah. season or that we're even calling them seasons. Right. Well, I think the first, I think WandaVision was always going to be tough to do a second season because we knew that was going straight into Doctor Strange. We knew Elizabeth Olsen's Wanda would be in that movie, so it seemed very natural that w- that would go into that. And then also the way WandaVision was set up, it just seemed like a very limited type of event, right? Especially the way where it was this sitcom land that existed within this bubble that she had created. It would be weird and hard to do a season two of that. Well, I think WandaVision, though, is the story of Wanda and Vision, right? Yeah, but it's also the story. So of I think like you you could still pick up a season two after the events of Doctor Strange, whether that be now we focus more hyper focus on this new vision sure. and Wanda trying to piece her family back from multiple realities or teaching this new. I don't vision. think you should call it WandaVision though. Could I call I it think, Vision Wanda? Because I think mm-hmm. the way WandaVision was presented as this kind of sitcommy type of thing mm-hmm. where they were stuck in this in this little bubble reality and. You went through these different eras. I think you would lose too many elements for it to be the same show. Um, so maybe they do something else, but I, I don't think it would be WandaVision. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the reports came out that there's like a Captain America 4 with um, Falcon coming. So that it would be, you would presume, the continuation of that, not necessarily a season two. I think way back when they announced these shows, Feige had said like, if they did do a season two, it couldn't be called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it seems maybe that got reworked. Maybe they do a, a Winter Soldier show, right? Maybe the movie focuses on the new Falcon. Captain America, and mm-hmm. maybe they want to do something else with Bucky. Maybe there's other characters or something they want to do. Um, but Loki, I mean, Loki makes a lot of sense. It's obviously the way the season ends, um, with the timelines just kind of being all over the base. Cliffhanger. Yep. Um, now, do you think, you know, shifting gears here, not kind of diving too much into what we've been discussing here, but... We, I think both of you and I liked how we were presented Kang. We liked that it ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. I've heard from a lot of people that they did not like that because Interesting. You, you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, this entire sh- series so far, you know, it's called Loki. It's about Loki. And then you're introduced to this character called Kang who takes up 80, 85% of the finale. Sure. 
and then you're left on a cliffhanger, a lot of people seem kind of annoyed that it wasn't wrapped up right as neatly as these other Disney Plus shows. Yeah, I mean, it's intru- I mean, I think Marvel is now at the point too where the Marvel Cinematic Universe is uni- universe. Eunice? What's Eunice? a Eunice? I don't know. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is this whole nebulous event, right? You right. can't really watch like I think Endgame was was one of the biggest things of like it's really hard just to watch that movie and understand what's going on, right? And I think as as you do more movies and as you do more shows, there's more companion pieces and things you have to watch. And I think part of now you're seeing part of that with Loki season, you know, this season. Part of the reason we thought Kang wasn't going to show up was because we knew he was going to be in Ant Man and he was potentially being positioned as this new big bad of the cinematic universe. Well, now you have to watch kind of Loki season one to maybe understand that character a little bit in Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, and na- and potentially reverse now too with Loki season two, you might have to watch a Doctor Strange. You might have to watch a Spider Man. You might have to watch some of these other properties. It's that corporate synergy that. right there. Yeah, and you kind of get into the you know, you get into the point of like you want everything to fit together, but you also want everything to stand alone. But you can't have it both ways. And I think now we're really going to start testing the limits of that, um, because you're right. If people are just fans of Loki. How will, you know, you now have to wait, but potentially also watch something else to understand a season two? Well, it's great. When Loki first came out, you had a lot of people questioning and trying to piece where does this Loki take place yeah. and not understanding or not, I don't, let me rephrase, not that they don't, it's not understanding, but more having to understand that the story is not linear to what you've seen with the movies. And even the movies, obviously, to a degree, aren't linear, Endgame being that jumps all over the place. Um, which, again, I, I've always been a fan of, but I feel studios try and stay away from all of that fun stuff, usually because you don't want to give your audience a headache, try and have to face where does this take place and have to remember all this stuff. So you're all right. I think it's going to be an interesting kind of new... New realm with what we've got going. Like, could you imagine? You said you're doing a rewatch of that terrible show, How I Met Your Mother. Such a great show. Could you imagine, like, between seasons four and five, you had to watch, like, a movie or two in between to understand where the characters were then, potentially in season five? That's potentially what we could have with Loki season two, right? I mean, it's a good thing that it's car- it's cartoon, comic book based. Cause well, yeah, there's, there's if it was a rom com, oh my <laughs> god, no, I couldn't do that. Now, you know the, the ultimate, the ultimate nightmare, hilarious. the ultimate nightmare. You make a musical that is not only like seeing a musical in person. You have to see a musical series. You have to see a musical movie. Oh my god, that is my uh. personal hell. Wait, is that the well? That's the issue with like Halo, right? To go into like the Halo video games to understand like the last Halo, they had these like comic books. They're the and, comic like, books. So these other the, yeah, between other multimedia between Halo Four and Five, there was the comics. There was Halo Wars, which had a whole thing in it. Yep. There was the miniseries that Xbox or Microsoft developed, I think, with the stars. One of the one of the weird TV studios, and then they, yeah, they had the web series as well. So that was a convoluted mess. And speaking of Halo, so I found a great hour long YouTube video that explains everything. <laughs> so you just have to watch that. It is great. But that got me wanting to play Halo. That's why I'm replaying all of Halo. May I propose an alternate theory to that, though, is that you could have Loki Season 2 pick up where Season 1 left off without anything having to be in the movies. And since all the Kangs are different timelines, you can introduce this Ant-Man Kang in a different way to get people to understand who that character is and never have to touch the Loki. So I actually want to bring this up. I want to to bring this up. They do have the ability to, if they want to. Sure. They could, because it is time and multiverse and all that fun stuff, if they really wanted to, they could treat Loki the same way they treated the Netflix Marvel shows, (laughs) where it's basically, you go do your thing over there, (laughs) and we're going to go do a thing over here. Well, that's possible. I don't think that's going to happen, but they could totally do it. Well, here's the thing that throws a potential wrench into that. There is a strong report from The Hollywood Reporter that Loki is going to show up in one of these movies before Loki season two, Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, being the cr- most re- the that comes out what March twenty March twenty twenty two right twenty twenty two. So you right. you know we know, you know we don't know when Loki season two is coming. 
but I would assume after I would assume yeah. that Doctor Strange, if that's going to drop in March, would be before season two, unless unless they sell let's film talk the about, secret. Let's, season let's two. talk about your rage yeah. levels. Well, yeah. actually, I read something. Uh, granted, it was a TikTok thing, but there's a a growing rumor that the season was split in two, that they did twelve episodes, and that they're banking mm-hmm. on the other six for some other. Is that release. based off the trailer? Uh, partially, yeah, because there are clips that are. Quote missing, but I think it's like what they did with Endgame, where they just shot and added extra crap. They, no, well, I also think they shoot stuff and they remove stuff. So, like one of the things was the Loki is king in, in Asgard. Asgard. Yep, that yep. probably was going to be in this episode when Miss Minutes was tempting them, right? Yeah, quick flashover. Yeah, like this exactly. is what you could have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just yeah. didn't want to visually show it. Yeah, yep. you know, I think there's it's just a, an editing choice. Of, yeah, like, let's not. Have I think that makes sense. But real quick on a, on a, the rage level scale, mm-hmm. let's say. Oh, boy. A couple of things that happened. Let's say um, Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, comes out. This huge fucking lineup of characters are in there. It's it's Civil War. It's Civil War level, right? Of of all the B-level, excuse me, all the second uh, (laughs) level. uh, It's basically an Avengers movie. Yeah, essentially. Um, Let's say that we get into the theater, we go through this whole thing, and then it's similar to what we've seen with Black Widow, with Captain Marvel, where it's like it's the after credit scene is the thing that connects it to the to the bigger picture. Where's your rage level, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10? So with Black Widow specifically, I wasn't yeah. mad that it didn't connect to a greater narrative because sure. we always knew with a character that had died, similar to Solo with Star Wars. Like, Yeah, what's the point? Well, it's not even what's the point. You just kind of you enjoy that movie differently because it's like this is a character study of a character who's passed. Right. I'm just going to enjoy it. That I'm not looking for any connections. Captain Marvel, because of the huge tease we were given in Infinity War, we're all like, this is the thing that's going to end Thanos, and it wasn't any of that, and it was a bad movie. Um, I, I, th- but to your point of his Doctor rage Sh- is so extreme. To your point, to your point of Doctor Strange, though. I think if it like so you're saying like Wanda and Loki and all these characters. It's an after credit scene. That's all it is. It would be a fucking after credit scene. I mean, I would say expert troll job by Disney. Yeah. Especially with like done it before. The amount well though though. The amount that like uh, Paul Bettany, Tom Hiddleston, their interviews and the things that they've said. No, but Elizabeth Olsen has been like is co-starring in this movie, right? From all reports, the filming schedule, everything like that. It's not like all she's that is just though a is a producer who got a little too drunk and spoke to a journalist. <laughs> I, I don't know. And, they, here, and here's the thing: and sure. Disney was fueling the producer with alcohol. So you, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of rumors for Doctor Strange, right? There's rumors that Spider-Man, Spi- is Spider-Man up. as well, like, um, and not just just not just yeah. the Tom Holland Spider-Man, but because this is also Sam Raimi. Directing Tom, Doctor Strange, yeah. people are like, "Oh, we're gonna Tom get, McGuire. we're gonna get Toby, yeah, right." Because obviously they're boys. I, I mean, I will say this, because of the disappointment of WandaVision and the Mephisto reveal and the whole thing. <laughs> I put no, you laugh, yeah. but I put that up there the first time I saw Rogue One and how disappointed. Wait, I really? Felt. Yeah, wow. the disappointment level is super, super high. Wow. But I learned from it, and sure. because of it, you know, I've set it up. That's why I said what I said about Kang not showing up yeah, because yeah, yeah. I didn't want to hurt myself. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to feel anything. <laughs> I didn't want to hurt myself. Kang is hurtful to me. Kang is so hurtful. Do you know? Do you need to go to like Kang Anonymous? Yes, because Kang does he hurt you? He hurts me clearly. Oh, no. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck we are at this. Uh, okay. Uh, we talk. Okay. Let's. Okay. Um, yeah. So game back real quick. Let's shift gears back to. Um, let's go to Ravona. You yes. talk about Ravona enough. Uh, principal Ravona. Prin- I mean, she did a great job being a principal yeah. because I like when she walked when B fifteen went back to her one of her origins. Yeah, and it was revealed that she was a principal. I was like, that makes sense. She reminds me of like a principal that I think we both had in middle school. Um, I don't know if you remember that principle. This is Kokorian. Yes. Yeah. She completely, I was like, <laughs> that's why I was like, this character just feels so familiar. Oh, it was a fucking principle that we actually had. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, the big question I have for you, does she know? The principal, the principal variant? No, no, no. <laughs> Ravona. Yeah, she must know because the pen, mm-hmm. right? That was at the school. They even show it, I think, in the preview. Yeah, the Roosevelt. Something. 
Yeah, it is there in her office. So right. I think she does know. And I think even when Mobius confronts her, he's like, you know. She's so like, she knows that she's a variant. Yeah. I, I think and she's known does the she whole know, time. Does she know that about he who remains? Or see, is she learning? I, I feel like she's learning because, and it's not entirely clear. Maybe it is supposed to be mysterious. Like, what does she know? What doesn't she know? But if I had to guess on what has been presented, she comes to me of, of one of those characters who... She worked her way up. She found out the truth of, all right, the timekeepers aren't real. I'm a variant, but I'm still loyal, and I want to figure out. She's like, she, I think she even says her direct line is like, it all has to mean something, right? Right. And I think even going back to five, when she has the ep- when she has the discussion with Sylvie, and she's like, let's find out together. I mean, either Ravona is a great liar, and she completely fooled me, but I think there is a... There definitely felt like I there was something. I think there's a morsel yeah. of truth there. I think she does want to know who is pulling the strings, because I don't think she knows, right? It's not um, Ultron, because there's no strings. There's no the strings. Hand. It's not Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> How pissed would you be if Mephisto shows up? It was Mephisto all along. What if they... What I will if, throw my popcorn in the theater. What if they uh, they do a Ben Kingsley Mephisto-type oh, troll job to all of us? Oh, my God. Yeah, it would be, it'd be hilarious. So do you think, though... I mean, going back to our comic book reference, sure. we know that the character of Ravona in some storylines is a love interest um, or an in, or a... Is overly friendly with Kang, the sure. Conqueror. Yeah. Specifically Kang, Kang, the Conqueror. Do we think there's going to be some kind of connection there? Because we also have to look at it this way. Her version of Kang, the Conqueror, if you will, he who remains, is at this point when she's bouncing out of the TVA. Sure. He did. Right? Well, yeah, he who remains, yeah. Is, well, he could be. I mean, she could go to the point before he dies. Does Does it work that way? I mean, it's time travel. I, oh, actually, this actually this points <laughs> me to my bigger question, uh, and something that I don't know if it was explained or I missed it. Because he who remains is physically alive. Yes. How is he holding back the other Kangs and variants and whatevers? Is it because he's got the TVA running and functioning? Exactly. Okay. He's the fun- he is the one that is. Is giving the orders of this this timeline's popping up. This is popping so up. my my big yeah. thing is that sounds like a really poorly run organization if it just takes the removal of one person to bring the whole. Like, uh, could you again, imagine? Uh, if again, like, that's what we've been told, right? right? We right. have this is the information we've been told. There's no like the mag- sh- it's not like there's magical powers or something holding back the force fields, right? No, as far as we know. Okay, right. I just want to make sure I didn't miss that. But we do know, but. but we, if we take if we take everything he says yeah. at face value, it's because he is basically the CEO that's in charge of this company, and you know a win for all CEOs, I guess. If I die, the company <laughs> dies. <laughs> You're fucked. Your company's <laughs> done. <laughs> you can't live without me. Oh my god. You're done. You're fucked. You're fucked up. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, because the other thing too that's not super well explained, I guess two things. So he has his time pad. That doesn't look like other time pads. It's like our special rock. It's like a, it's like a, it's an infinity stone. Something. It's no. super, super, super advanced. We know that he's from the thirty first century, so yes. tech is obviously better. Sure. He's also interacted with other variants of himself from other universes. His technology could be way, way, way up there. Because the other thing that we yeah. don't understand is he knows all of time. He can see all of time. He says that's how he's able to jump away when Sylvie tries to attack. And then at some point it just stops. Do we think that that's technology? Is that magic? Is that both? What's the, 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 the infamous it's magic? Thor, it's the infamous Thor line from the first Thor movie where he's like, "I come from a place where magic and science are one in the same." Yeah, that's. I weird, mean, yeah. I, it's a it's a it's a line that's been used to explain so much away. I feel like at the MCU, but it works. It's it's the same thing. Our puny little. Monkey brains can't handle the truth. So technology advanced enough is n- indistinguishable from magic. Exactly. So I, I think it's. Do you I think, think it's utilizing that yeah. that type of you that know thought process? It's kind of fun to think about. Is let's say time travel is one day discovered, and it's like, yeah, we time travel all the time, and they look back at these shows and movies like Back to the Future. You know, they'll be like, <laughs> that's not how that shit works. I read an interesting time travel theory that you. Couldn't po- that possibly you couldn't travel back beyond the invention of time travel? 
That I believe that's also a theory that's. Um, I guess that's not, but there's always yeah. There's there's definitely that's come up in sci-fi a, few, a bit. A few, yeah. a few ones. A few. There was times. that low-budget indie sci-fi that has that concept. Primer. Right? Yes, that's the one. Primer. Yes. Right. Great movie. Yeah. I wanted to watch something tonight. I'm going to watch Primer tonight. Um, and also, awesome. I, I guess within the rules of time travel in Endgame, right? How um, the Ancient One explains it is you can't change your timeline, right? Right. Uh, it, you, but when you do, you create a new branch. And well, I think, she was, I think she idea. was talking specific, though, to the Infinity Stones because they are the basis of sure. that universe and reality. Right. So by removing it, you branch off and create another timeline. But maybe that's for everything. Yeah, because I mean, I, she I, could be limited to just Infinity yeah, Stones. Yeah, she, she might just be talking within the context of the yeah. Infinity Stones. But if you go back and you change something, you've created a branch, a variant, right? And then it goes off and does its own thing. What do you think, Miss Minutes gave Ravona right before she said, "Here, he thought you would find this more useful," and then she leaves. What do you guys the think? Files, of, right? Yeah, what I was think that? it's I think it's information to uh, multiverse hop. I think those time pad and that technology. Because remember the other thing um, that he who remains had mentioned mentioned that they shared that when they discovered time travel, they also figured out how to talk to other dimensions. And because they were able to talk to other dimensions, that's some kind of technology right there. So I think the information that she got was to jump realities yeah. essentially and i wonder you know going back to the the comic book time with kang you know it's not going to be obviously a one-for-one one in terms of how they do it. they're always going to remix it so i wonder if she's going to run into different versions different variants and maybe create some of the variants oh my god this is how the mcu gets right. the show sliders right <laughs> maybe she creates maybe she's the one that's responsible for creating the kang variant that Could we be. see right yeah you know like you know, he says, I've been called a conqueror before, but maybe with the, the specific Kang variant that might show up in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and maybe the, the variant that's going to serve as the big bad ends up being created by her through information left by he who remains. Let's, real quick, before we um, kind of get into bold predictions and then kind of, you know, wrap this whole thing up. One thing that I'm curious about, we got an amazing, you know, portrayal of... He Who Remains by Jonathan Majors, right? Yes. In Loki, which is a show that didn't present itself as a typical Marvel property where it had a lot of the, uh, ha, 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 Captain America swearing, ha, 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 so silly. Like, there wasn't a lot of goofiness. Yeah. There was a lot of serious things, a lot of, like, serious topics. A lot of, a lot of talking, too, not a lot, a lot of action. Yeah, exactly. Very different for a Marvel The The um, <clears throat> first and second Ant-Man movies... Um, <laughs> Left a lot How do I desired. put this nicely? They're not the same kind of seriousness that is a show like Loki. Loki still had fun moments. Sure, but like when you look at Ant-Man as a whole, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Paul Rudd is a comedic actor. Yes. Right? So Kang the Conqueror and you know these variants are, are supposed to be these kind of scary things. He's going to face the Kang the Comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he does stand-up. Jonathan Majors doing stand-up is like a villain. I, like, I'll I, be here all night. I'm just worried I'm just worried that if this is if Quantum Mania is going to be the first time you're introduced to like Kang, Kang real Kang. Kang, the Kang Kang. Well, maybe. We don't know. Maybe we don't know. I'm just worried that it's going to be like, uh, hey, guys, I'm Kang the Conqueror, well, and I have all the Marvel We jokes. also don't know the scope of Quantumania yet either, right? Like, we it's, don't it know. It could be an Avengers team-up. Yeah, it could be, yeah. It, could be a, it could be. a huge team-up type movie, or it, we don't even know the, the, the scope of Jonathan Major's role in the movie. We know he had been cast and was going to be in the movie, but... After-credit scene. Like you said, it could be an after-credit scene, right? Like, yeah. oh, like uh, when Josh Brolin was cast as um, Thanos for Guardians, right? Not an after credit scene, but he was in two scenes. Like it wasn't a huge role, but yeah, we didn't when he was cast. We didn't know exactly how big his role was. Like, oh, could he be? You know, could he have a meaty role in it? Mm -hmm. It's like not really. Who didn't. says meaty role? Uh, Is that like a meat role? Like a agent? Agents are like, hey, you want this role? It's meaty. It's and it's like, no, role. I'm I'm vegetarian. <laughs> Please no, or I'm I'm off red meat right now. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> um.
do we have a special guest coming on? Hello? Is that what I, I heard just now? I mean, perhaps. Besides head poking. Perhaps we have a special guest. Now would be the perfect time. This would, would be, be the perfect the time. The perfect time for a special guest to enter. Enter a special guest. As a surprise. It would be wonderful so we're not burning tape. Special guest. That's all right. You have to cut the pot. Up here. While we're waiting for a special guest, you know there is a council of Kangs in the comics. Yes, there is. I feel like, yeah. I mean. Like a council of Ricks. Yeah. I was going to say, is council that where. Council of Ricks. Is that where um, uh, what's his face got the idea of council of Ricks? Well, also there's uh, in the Flash, there's. Um, council of Flash. There's a council of uh, Wells, Harrison Wells. Oh, that's right. Who is the. Uh, multiverse guy. He's one of the big multiverse people. So it would uh, it would make a lot of sense. <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> oh wow! Look at this guy. So I don't have much of a voice. So if I crack, I crack right now. It probably sounds really terrible. That's fine. We're gonna. What, we're, 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 ta- what we're talking about? We're, <laughs> getting, we're getting close to the end here. So obviously, Christian on Loki, uh, season finale, episode six here. But before we get out of here and ask you the question, uh, let's well, we should get his initial. We should get his thoughts on the episode. Right? We went through the whole thing, but. Give us, you, give us your yeah, give us give us your thirty second you recap. 30 sec. Go go. Incredible. Uh, oh, do you want me to pitch it? <laughs> is that your uh, is that your one word impression? How about we do that? That's always a good one. Uh, Incredibles. Uh, okay. First of all, yeah, seriously. No, what was amazing about that episode? Much like I liked in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Most of the episode is a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just takes it just place at its table, holding the conversation, and it, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Uh, I think it takes a very special. Uh, piece of media to be able to do that where all the tension and the conflict is in a conversation and that holds you and it's, it's this is a left field for marvel as you can get like they require usually the big action sequences this one not so much and real quick we didn't actually introduce our special guest he's actually a one of the regulars you, you on the show, familiar Krishna. Oh no, no uh, is I'm actually I'm here. Wow, uh, your whoopsie. streak actually continues. We're like, wow, this is the first episode. <laughs> yep. Krishna's misreply. Still on it. He came back just for this episode. I, I shouldn't have made it back either. LAX is a disaster. Oh, we could do an entire <laughs> pot of fucking LAX. Was LAX? Was it good? good? No, it's never good. Actually, no. There was one time, and I think it was like 2012, and it was January, and I think it was like a Wednesday morning. I flew back in. Perfect. God, I was in and out of the airport in like five minutes, and oh it was man. an international flight. Oh wow, that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, back to this. So, Christian, before we get out of here and ask that question, Ooh. let's go back to our bold predictions here. Oh yeah. Christian's whole season prediction was Mobius is going to journey and inspire Tony Stark on time travel. I just want to point out in the uh, in the end credits, they were showing a lot of images, and one of them is a Mobius strip. And what looks like a Howard Stark uh, in, in the end credits there. So my prediction didn't come true, but I feel like there was at least a little bit of a connection. Uh, like, a, you know, here's a, here's a, what do you call it? A Easter egg for you. The credit editor listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wanted yeah, Christian yeah. to get a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, like uh, my whole here. season prediction <laughs> was uh, this Loki reveals... Uh, what the TVA is, and he's going to receive revive, revive himself in Infinity War. I was only half right because he does reveal what the TVA is, mm. which is nothing, and uh, he didn't revive himself, unfortunately. I also said that Black Widow and Loki will tie in somehow. I really wanted it to be a fucking joke shot where we have the big battle and behind in the in, in Black Widow, especially like when there's the cruisers flying down, just yeah, maybe Sylvie and Loki running through. It would have been great. Or like Red Guardian. <laughs> oh, yeah, Red <laughs> Guardian. Flying yeah, through the air. Through. Or something. It would have been great. But that didn't happen. The Crimson Dynamo. <laughs> and then our Juno's yes. whole season premiere, he had two. Uh, Steve Rogers will appear at the end of the season, mm-hmm. and a Steve Rogers TVA show will happen. You know, because there is a multiverse, there happen. is a timeline where that happens. <laughs> yes. And then he yes. said TVA will no longer exist, uh, causing a multiverse of madness. Multiverse of Madness seems like it's happening, but the TVA is definitely there, potentially multiple. Yeah, but is it the same? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Wait, Maybe say what? Not. Oh, guys, did we did you did you guys point out the fact that Michael called not just the Kang thing, right? But do you remember the uh, the wooden carving? Uh, and he was like, it looks like Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, mean, totally. you mean the statue? The statue. Yeah, the yeah, I don't think it was made out of wood. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It looks it's, like it. Yeah. You're talking about like the big finish. statues in in the center uh, of the TVA? Uh, no, I don't know. It's in the credits, right? Oh. And it's like the it's it like the warped the, how face, the pictures look. and it totally was like a split. Uh, Jonathan Majors. So it's Jonathan Majors. Before we ask the age old question of was it good, uh, let's get some you know reckless speculation and bold predictions for season two. Uh, Arjuna, you will go last. Yes. Oh shit! Just kidding. Go first. All right. Does it just have to be Loki season two? Can we? Can it be? Can it be anything? Can this I like? Is reckless can I boldly predict what I'll eat for breakfast? This tomorrow? is reckless Burrito. speculation and bold predicting. So yeah, it can be anything you want. All right, tell me about your day tomorrow for all care. My <laughs> season two only. Yeah, I say. I say let's. Because that because this is the challenge is you have to project what's gonna mm. or at least kind of think of what's gonna happen in between there. It's true between now yeah, and then. We, and so there's we, a lot to happen. Right, right. We had mentioned that Tom Hiddleston reportedly is going to appear in Doctor Strange as Loki. Um, Wait, what? Yes, yeah, the T T H R report. Oh, I was really hoping it would be like the um, the analyst variant that uh, <laughs> Mobius clearly teases. Oh, and Wilson. I want to know about that guy. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a mo- movie called Mobius, and it's just Owen Wilson riding a jet ski for an hour and a half behind a, gr- a poorly poorly lit green screen. <gasps> we never did get a Mobius jet ski. Season two, baby. Yeah. Oh, season two. shit. Yeah. But let's hear, let's hear your bold predictions. All right, my prediction for Loki season two is they will introduce the X-Men. <laughs> Wait, that's how the X Men are introduced, or they just show up? I thought you said X Wing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, do you mean the X Jet? Are you, are you serious? That's your role prediction? Yeah, I believe, I believe we're going to jump. I think season two is, I think, teasing that we're going to jump now, not just time, but multiple different timelines, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to jump into X Men, and that's going to be our first tease of. The X-Men, the Fantastic Four, all the Fox properties that are coming. Bishop. And uh, I think we'll get a lot of that stuff. Mm. It's going to tease a lot yeah. that will come in like movies and later shows and stuff. I think it's just going to be a little tease. I think they're going to be like little cameos. Maybe they'll get like Hugh Jackman for a day and he'll just, you know, you have Loki just jump into like X-Men The Last Stand where he like stabs, you know, uh, the Dark Phoenix. And then Loki's just like. Hi, I'm that's Omega. How, that's, that's how you <laughs> fix Omega. that movie, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Christian, Damn. your bold prediction? Uh, for season two, um, man, so much has happened between now and then, but I'll throw it out on a thing. I think I think, uh, I think, think Sylvie and Loki will do battle. <laughs> As in, I, think, I think Sylvie will be the main uh, antagonist for season two. And I think uh, it, should be a, it should be a fun, that should be a very fun experiment for Loki. Um, someone he actually cares about and has to fight against. Actually, I mean, he's done before, right? Thor or whatever. But I think Sylvie will be a, a, a fun little... I mean, that makes, uh, that makes it's, sense. Uh, it's, makes it's, sense. A, it's a safe one. It's a safe one, but it also shows that Loki, the character, will see even more growth. Yeah. Especially if he ends up, like, killing her. I think, yeah, I'm going to go full Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what would be kind of fun? is If he renounces the path he's on and joins her. Oh, that'd be great. What if he does the adamantium clause just like the last <laughs> thing we were talking no, about? Wait, so he's, like, he's like, I love you. Wait, wait. And then he just stabs her with did his you guys, claw. Did you guys, was there like imagery I missed where nope. we had Wolverine appear in this episode? And I didn't see No, it. I just pulled that from mutants. And for some reason, when I think of X-Men, the first thing that pops into my mind is that god-awful stabbing the last thing. Just like, he's just like telling Jean Grey, he's like, I love you. And then he just stabs her with his adamantium. <laughs> that's what he. That's what Loki's that, gonna do. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, uh, my bold prediction is going to be that Kang will die. Kang <laughs> will not appear. What? Oh man, I love it. You I'm you sticking, triple down. I am sticking to my goddamn guns on down. this one. That is not fucking Kang. Oh my god! And there will be no Kang in season two. Oh, I, I gotta ask Kang uh, because so you know uh, I'm sure you already told the good viewers that uh, we had a video that went out, a clip mm-hmm. on YouTube. I didn't yeah. even mention it. Uh, <laughs> you didn't mention it. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Just, just, no, uh, we did a bunch of times. I just wanna. Uh, where was I going with this? I don't know. Wow, you're really like cut out it? of it, huh? Do I look sunburned? No, I you, don't. You look oh. tired though. Oh god, my voice is cracking. What did you? You went out and partied and what? Went to a party and just screamed. 
Did you just I keep get, screaming, Karen, 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 Yeah, Karen, yeah, yeah, Karen. I, I don't know. Christian did so know. many drugs. Yeah. I get did, you. Oh, oh, I remember my question. Did you guys come to a consensus? Did uh, Do you both oh, no, no, Kang? Was, is it not Kang? No, this was a Nexus event. The pod is now split. The pod will now forever, there'll be two versions going. <laughs> wow. The pod where some of us are true believers and believe that that was not Kang, and then yeah. some of us that are dummies and believe it was Kang. Wait, but so I, I know where you said, I think, unless you changed your mind. Is no. that you on the opposite? He's on the opposite. He's on the opposite? He believes that that was Kang. No, I, I'm, I'm not saying that that guy specifically is Kang, but it Jonathan, is a Kang, Major, is a Kang variant, Jonathan so. Majors is going Biologically to be it's Kang. Sure, but Kang. that doesn't mean that <laughs> Kang showed up in the last episode. Yeah, but yeah, it's just, it's, uh, to me, it's semantics, right? Nope. It's like, oh, it's not his mm-hmm. exact name. You know, because, because, it's, it's, hey, yeah, because it's, it's, uh, to, tie, hold on, to tie it back to us personal brothers, this has happened with family members where they get our names wrong, sure. and they're like, oh, it's okay. It's one of the brothers. But we're not. Fuck you. This is a TV. This is a children. Here's the thing, right? If, allig- if alligator, <laughs> if alligator Loki is Loki, I got the perfect voice for Marshall now. If alligator Loki is Loki, mm-hmm. then the Nathaniel he who Richards. will not be named <laughs> is Kang. Wait, to, to your point, though, actually, the only reason I may about this all jump off of the hill and not stay on the hill okay. is because there there is a very interesting thing where he who remains refers to Sylvie, not as Sylvie, but as Loki. Yes. Consistently. Yes. So if that's the case... Yeah. By his own rules. Then it still doesn't Kang. kind of make sense because no. Kang wasn't the first one. It was Nathaniel Richards. So, But that's still biologically... The same though, but right? I was Mike right, before but that's the thing I was though, Michael. So, but that's that's the thing though. It's like Nathaniel Richards, yeah, is first, and then you get the variants. It's he just remains names. and then Kang. It's just names. The same idea with like <laughs> Sylvie and Loki, right? It, Loki was first, and then she decided to change her name to Sylvie. Yes, but she's still a. Ravi, let me put it in DC terms for you. Oh, oh please don't. Yes, yeah, there are multiple people who carry the mantle of Robin. Some of those people who were Robin then become Nightwing, and then they be later become. You know, the Sweetie Red Todd. Hood. Actually, there's no. <laughs> they're no. still Robin. They're still Nightwing. They're still no, the Red. They're no. all the fucking same. No, because they all they're live the at the same, same time. It's not like there's four. They're Robin. all Dick they Grayson, have, though. They're, no, they're not. There's well, Dick Grayson becomes Robin, Nightwing. then Nightwing. Right. Yeah. So is he stopped being Dick Grayson when he becomes Nightwing? Well, he, to the public, he's not supposed to be Dick Grayson because his identity is <laughs> a secret. His name's Dick. <laughs> Kang. Did you guys stretch before all these gymnastics? <laughs> <laughs> I did all not. Right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. All right, let's get back into the final question here. Ooh. Oh, there's two. There's two questions. We're gonna ask if the episode was good, and then if the season was good. Oh man. And uh, we'll we'll do we'll we'll double it up. So, <clears throat> Krishna, mm. was episode six of Loki good? And therefore, would you say season one of Loki was good? They were both good, and uh, I think we brought it up uh, maybe episode three. Uh, I think with this end, it is my favorite Marvel thing. property. I think it's the best. Marvel property ever. Yes. I think it's above Endgame. I think it's above Winter Soldier. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Marvel property? Does that also include the 1990s Iron Man animated series? That thing was glorious. The Spider-Man Spy- show was Spider-Man much was better. better. X-Men was better. Oh, I was joking. The Iron Man is hot it shit. I, I don't remember Iron Man, yeah. to be honest. I just uh, remember the animation just being very chunky. It was chunky. Um, yeah, Iron Man, what, he had to lose some weight. But more important, but more important than both of those things, more important than Loki being the best Marvel thing ever, this set is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I was watching this in the other room. It looks fantastic. So uh, well done, Thank Ravi Lerman, and Thank you. Mostly. Thank you. You helped move the table and then sit oh. there. Oh yeah. I, 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 well, this this is great though. I well, love this. I put this team together, and therefore, <laughs> wow, I am the EP on the set design. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Arjuna. Was <laughs> Loki episode six, and then was Loki season one good? Yeah, episode six was the best of the season. Uh, they nailed it. They went for it. They 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 had a big swing yeah. with getting a, a home with getting a he who remains in the finale with Jonathan Majors, and they hit it out of the ballpark. Hit a home run. They put up they put up forty nine, and they just defeated the enemies, and uh, it was good. And uh, Loki season one, <laughs> Loki season one, because of that, because they, they annihilated in episode six, um, <clears throat> season one was also incredible, amazing, 
really elevated the bar, I think. Um, not for just TV for Disney+, Plus, not just for Marvel content, but even just content as a for whole. For the world. For the world. Wow. This is the greatest piece of media that's ever what been created. What the fuck? No, Come I'm on. Just kidding. No, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was just a joke. The greatest it, piece of media ever is clearly season two of Stargate. Don't Lanzas. say signs. Ooh. No, no, no. Signs is the good, greatest. Uh, but it, it was really good. It set the bar high. I hope Marvel can keep the train going with What If and some of the other shows and some of the other movies coming because um, it's high quality. Ravi. Arjuna. Was season two of Loki good? No, because they introduced Kang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What if that's what happens? Fa- flash forward to whenever season two comes out, we do our podcast. Oh, my God. Ravi's praising that the whole time we get to season two. Was it good? No, Kang. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. But, yeah, was was episode six and season one of Loki good? Yes and yes. Uh, basically everything you guys said. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. Like the Pokemon. Uh, this is sort of related. Um, did anyone here see Saw Spiral? No. Oh, no. man. Is that, why, is that why you have no voice? Were you screaming and shrieking? It, it's worth it for the Samuel L. Jackson oh, yeah, moments figured. alone. Spoiler. Is he Nick Fury? No, he's, it's, no, he's in it. Yeah, that's really off topic. That's oh, you're gonna tie that in somehow actually. to Loki? He is Nick Fury. Oh, there you go. And so therefore, and Loki Chris killed Rock Nick Fury's is the new best friend, Phil Coulson. Nick Fury. Anyways, before we get off here, uh, final thing to say. Obviously, we don't have any Marvel shows right now. We have to wait a couple of weeks. But then we will be getting the new Marvel's What If series, which most likely. Uh, we all thought it would just be some kind of fun standalones, but probably now is going to be pushing some stories forward, especially since that a multiverse of madness has occurred. Kang shows up in every episode. I great. will fucking scream! <laughs> oh. what, if, what if Marvel goes the opposite way now? It's like, Jonathan Majors, you will appear in every single thing that we have. He has a As 60, a different version. He has like a, a, a contract for like 60 appearances. He goes the opposite way. He's like, I want job security. I want to appear in everything. <laughs> they're like, okay, that's fine. You got I it. I mean, if he's different in every one and it makes sense, go for it. <laughs> uh, but that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good? We just reviewed Loki episode six, the season one finale. And uh, surprise, surprise, we all loved it. And Christian showed up. And Christian showed up for some reason. Didn't get the memo. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. We live stream these pods every Monday and Friday on YouTube.com slash Was It Good. Our next pod this Friday is going to be on the first few episodes of season two of Ted Lasso. Mm. Definitely be sure to check it out. It's our first comedy and not sci-fi or massive fucking franchise property in a while. So I'm very excited. I, I mean, I, some I would say. I don't know, dude. Ted Lasso is like the flagship program for Apple TV. So I, I would say actually it is yeah. still. Yeah, but it's not sci-fi. It's not like a bigger juggernaut franchise. We haven't franchise. seen season two yet. We Ted, don't know. Ted Lasso is a sci-fi because <laughs> an American <laughs> amateur it, coach. We're out. We're out. We're out. 